in America, and welcome to the Dean's List. I'm Dean Bowen. You are listening to America Out Loud Talk Radio. Well, I've been I've been uh, talking, I guess, for the past couple of days that we got a Satan update to get to. Today's the day. Today is the, you know, I almost don't want to talk about it, but I have to talk about it because, you know, it's it, it pertains to education and our eyes have to stay open to it. We continually have to be alert. So, um, you know, I have made fun a little bit, you know, of it, you know, you know referring to a Satan update. You know, I, I guess it's kind of, uh, I don't know, my way of making light of it. Uh, but I don't think it's something to be made light of, even though I am making light of it. I guess I, I just need some some laughter. That's all. I just need to, I don't know, I need to laugh from time to time. I need to laugh about certain things. And sometimes we laugh about things that are serious. And this is is very serious. But before I dive into it, some good news. The good news of the season, and that is we are we're close to Christmas. We are inching towards Christmas Day, which of course is the day that we celebrate the birth of Christ. And it's a wonderful season. It's a wonderful time of of the year. Uh, you know, Christ split time. He, um, you know, this is where, you know, we we build our calendar around this day, um, or you know, at least it's the day that we celebrate as His birth. Uh, and I'm just grateful that we live in a country where you know we can still celebrate it even though these celebrations are eroding, uh, even though there is an attempt to remove these types of of celebrations. So I was listening to this interview the other day. Uh, Somebody was interviewing Charlie Kirk, and they were talking about AI, uh, and they're talking about, you know, IBM and, and IBM's Ten Commandments. And really the, uh, the, the heart of this is DEI diversity, equity, and inclusion that they're incorporating into AI. One of the one of one of the lists or one of the elements, one of the commandments in IBM's Ten Commandments is all white people are racist. And and you know Charlie Kirk is talking about this. He's he's highlighting it. Uh, I know um, James O'Keefe, you know, broke a story on it. A few days ago, you know, really, what what the game plan here is for e uh, for DEI, and and how they're incorporating it into AI, so AI becomes this authoritative voice. Malcolm and Dr. McCullough were talking about it one day last week, and and, and Malcolm was was discussing this conversation that a listener had with AI and how he's talking to AI about the vaccines. And he's asking AI, you know, were there deaths? How many people died? And, um, you, you know, AI is having this, this conversation with him. And of course, AI is beating around the bush, uh, refusing to answer the, the question that, you know, there have been detrimental effects because of the vaccine, that people have died because of it. And the 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 whole point here is at least the point that 
you know, Malcolm and McCullough were making, the, the point that Charlie Kirk was making, the point that James O'Keefe is, is making, the point that these voices on the right are making is, okay, AI is going to, you know, you know, come out as this authoritative final answer to everything. And what's being, it's just a computer and data is being input in, into this computer to, to, to give these authoritative answers. And the data going in is it's nothing but lies. It's nothing but falsehoods. It's nothing but inaccuracies, uh, untruths. And and this is going to become the authoritative uh, voice here. Charlie Kirk, uh, you know, in his comments on one of the the points of of IBM's Ten Commandments is that all you know white people are racist. You know, he he makes this statement that uh, really what is what is under assault here is. Uh, is white, Western, and Christian. He says, you know, AI is going to be developed to be anti-white, anti-Western, and anti-Christian. And if you look at the the news stories as of late, even just the news stories that I've covered, uh, you know, this this mayor in Boston, you know, where she has this holiday party, and and it's only you know for for, for colored electeds. Electeds of color, she called it. You know, white people aren't allowed. Elected officials in the city of Boston, if they were white, they were not invited to the party. Actually, they were invited, but that that invitation was a mistake, and then they were uninvited. Uh, if that's not anti-white, I don't I don't know what is. And, and you know, and then I I saw a story the other day coming out of Boston that the the city council is having this debate on should they allow non-citizens to vote in Boston. Uh, I mean, it's becoming anti-Western, ultimately. If we can get non-citizens to vote, then, you know, let's let's flood the borders, let's bring in non-citizens, let's let these people come in, and then let's say, you know, they are participating in government, they should have a voice, we should let them vote. Uh, and then you know, before we know it, non-Americans are 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 voting for our representatives. Um, it's anti-Western, and you know this story that I'm going to get into today. This you know the Satan update, uh, obviously, is anti-Christian through and through, right to the core. Uh, and you know, I think Charlie Kirk is right. This is what we're facing. We are facing an assault on on just the humanity that we value. Uh, We're we're definitely facing an assault on the Declaration of Independence, which says all men are created equal. And you know now we're 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 coming up with this um, this anti-white mantra. Uh, You know, if you're white, you're racist. If you're white, the oppressor. If you're Jewish, you're the oppressor. Um, you know, we need to get rid of Western values. Uh, you know, Western society just needs to be thrown out the door and let's just do something new. Let's do something brand new. And let's let's get rid of the things that, that weigh us down. Let's get rid of these Judeo-Christian values that, eh, you know, they got to go. 
it's high time we start thinking new. This is the assault that that we're facing. And I, I don't think it's a smart move just to acknowledge it and move on. I think if we're going to acknowledge it, we have to stand up against it. We have to combat it. We have to speak out against it. We have to verbally speak out against it. And that just doesn't mean, you know, me speaking out here behind this microphone Monday through Friday at 2 p.m. It's all of us speaking out, all of us in our in our circles, in our communities, at the water cooler, at work, speaking out. Uh, you can't really talk about politics. You know, I'm sorry, you can't. All right. Don't talk about politics, but talk about the things that you value. Do you value uh, a proper education for your children? If you do, then talk about it. You know, talk about what you think a proper education looks like. Do you, um, you know, what do you value in terms of of how our government should operate? Uh, Talk about it. It doesn't have to be political. Just talk about the things that that, that you value. Is it right that this current administration is not following our immigration laws uh, and and just having this border wide open and and letting it be overrun you know i I've, I've written letters to to my state congressmen to my state senators about this very thing and i've i've said there is a problem at the border and you know why aren't you doing enough to to fix it and the reply that i get back from all of them and it doesn't matter if they're republican or democrat the reply has been been pretty close to the same, and it's it's gone something like this: uh, our our immigration system is broken. That's the phrase. The immigration system is broken, and it needs to be fixed. And I'm going to do everything I can to fix it. I'm going to I'm going to uh, sponsor this legislation and that legislation, and I'm going to talk about how broken it is. And I've been talking about how broken it is for years and it needs to be fixed and I'm doing something about it. Uh, you know, when in fact, just the laws need to be followed. I, I don't believe the immigration system itself is broken. I just think the laws need to be followed. There's laws in place, follow them, close the border. Yeah, you know, I, I think these are the kinds of things that as, as citizens, we need to talk about. Well, talking about it isn't enough. Well, all right, it's not enough, but it's a start. And the more we talk about it, then that discussion becomes contagious. And, you know, I start to open up. You know, the the whole point of the show yesterday was Americans' eyes are opening up. Uh, We're opening up, you know, parents' eyes are opening up to what's happening at Harvard. I've been saying for weeks, stop sending your kids to Harvard, just stop. The only way to get the attention of the elites here in this uh, in this particular area is stop going to Harvard. Just stop it. <laughs> and you know, we saw yesterday that uh, early applications for enrollment at, at Harvard, which were due November first, are down seventeen percent. They were due November first, and her egregious testimony happened afterwards. If if her testimony before Congress, President Gay and the others. If their testimony before Congress happens before the first, my prediction is that 17% is much higher. Penn saw uh, an increase of 500 early enrollment applications 
from this year to last year. If if her testimony, if McGill's testimony happens before those early enrollment applications, I, my prediction is we don't see that that 500 uh, application increase. I think we see a decrease because I think the eyes of Americans are opening. It's, it's a slow open. It is. We're, we're, we're groggy. We're sleepy. We're, we're trying to rub the sleep out of our eyes. But it's happening. I you know I I read the poll to you yesterday out of Chicago. This is a big deal. When you have Democrats in Chicago, forty percent of Democrats in Chicago who believe the Chicago Teachers Union has too much influence over over the city. Uh, you know they 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 spend three million dollars last year on politics alone, with only seventeen percent of of the teachers union budget going towards actual resources for teachers uh, you know the parents eyes are, are being opened up and when you've got the eyes of democrats that are opening in deep blue democrat stronghold chicago then you know we know there's there's a shift taking place there there's a shift happening on the fault line in 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 america uh, and and when it starts happening across party lines it's not just a Republican shakeup. It's not just a Democrat. You know, when it's happening across the the the, the Republican mindset, the independent mindset, and the Democratic mindset, when the, the eyes of Americans begin to open, then we're going to start seeing some things. And I and I I truly believe that's what's happening. I think our eyes are awakening. Uh, and and as as we wake up, we have to begin to speak out against this anti-white, anti-Western, anti-Christian movement that has been going on really for quite some time. It's been happening uh, behind the scenes in this undercurrent for a while, and you know, but now we're starting to just see it manifest. We are seeing the uh, the blossom on the tree. Um, and I think our objective, I think our our first line of defense is to be vocal. We still have a First Amendment. We are still allowed to speak what's on our mind, and uh, I think we have to do it. I think we have to do it uh, early and often as they vote in Chicago, early and often, and, and and I don't think we can be afraid to, to to speak our values. I, you know, I've talked about this for weeks. Just you know, speaking our our values, speaking out what what we believe in. Uh, and I think now more than ever, it is it is vastly important. It is hugely important, bigly, bigly important that that we do this. That this becomes our mindset. You know. Um. You know, once I get into this, you know, this article, this, this, you know, what's happening here with, I got a couple of news stories here that involve Satan. And I just, I just think, I, I can't believe I'm reading this in the United States of America. These news stories that, that surround Satan, uh, you know, that, you know, Satan is, is becoming, uh, there's this attempt to almost normalize Satan, you know, to 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 make him a good guy, you know, he you know he's not so bad. 
I mean, he's really, you know, he's just, you know, I mean, he's out there doing his best to try to get it done. You know, he's out there fighting tyranny. You know, that's what, that's what they're, uh, they're painting Satan as now, as this, uh, this uh, defender of freedom who, who fights tyranny. You know, he's out here fighting this tyrannical God who, uh, you know, wants to punish you, wants to punish me. And, and here Satan is out here as this, this alternative voice. You know, that, that's how they're painting him. And uh, I, I don't, you know, I, I don't think they're going to get away with it. Well, matter of fact, I know they're not going to get away with it if we keep uh, shining the light of truth on it. I mean, we have to keep talking about it. We have to, uh, you, you know, we, we just can't turn a blind eye to it. We can't ignore it. We have to look it square in the eye and we have to shine truth on it. And we have to shine truth on it brightly. And we have to, you know, wake people up. We have to make people aware, look, this is what's happening in your schools. This is what's happening in your government. All right. I've got two stories here, one related to government and one related to our schools, our public schools. Uh, And it's the attempt to destroy Christianity by by making Satan out to be, you know, this this okay guy. Uh, you know, he, I mean, he's all right. He's out here just, you know, working for the people, trying to get it done. Uh, and, you know, I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to stand for it. I'm not going to allow it. And, and I don't think the rest of us are either. So let's join forces and let's, uh, let's uh, make America aware of, of what's exactly happening out there. All right, I'm up against the break. I will pick these two news stories up on the other side. You're listening to The Dean's List on America Out Loud Talk Radio. Cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death and disability. Today's high stress on the go lifestyle makes it hard to stay heart healthy. Lifestyle changes like exercise and diet are critical, but you can also support your heart with concentrated nutrients. Healthy Cell created heart and vascular health to support three aspects of heart health, cholesterol, blood pressure, and triglycerides with CoQ10, vitamin K2, resveratrol, and soluble fiber. And Healthy Cell's not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients. You would need to take 13 pills to get the same amount of nutrients in each gel pack. And these great tasting gels come in a small packet. Tear off the top, shoot it down, or mix it in water. Get heart healthy. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD for 25% off. Hey everyone, Nurse Kimberly Overton here from Nurses Out Loud. Over time, our cell signaling molecules diminished, leaving us vulnerable to the wear and tear of life. With the Sea of Redox, you can restore and revitalize your body at the cellular level. This is an incredible product that I personally use and can attest to seeing fantastic results, including better sleep, increased energy, improved mood, and a decrease in my joint pain. ASEA supports your immune system, enhancing your body's natural ability to repair itself. It promotes overall well-being so that you can experience a new level of vitality and resilience. It's time to take control of your health and experience the power of ASEA. 
Visit our online store today at americaoutloud.shop and use promo code OUTLOUD to save 15%. Be sure to tune in to Nurses Out Loud Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern. The buildup of spike proteins is dangerous to your health. Global Healing's Foreign Protein Cleanse detoxes your body, removing the spike proteins, allowing your body to repair from within. Formulated by Dr. Edward Group and by Dr. Brian Artis, Foreign Protein Cleanse targets and detoxes spike proteins in the body. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Welcome back to the Dean's List. I'm Dean Bowen. You are listening to America Out Loud Talk Radio. We are happy to have you on board today. You can find us here at americaoutloud.news, Monday through Friday at the 2 p.m. Eastern time slot. You can listen here on the world-class media player. You can listen on iHeartRadio. You can download the America Out Loud Talk Radio app, or you can listen to us live every day at 2 p.m. I mean, there's 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 ways to find this. And of course, uh, the next day, every show goes into podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. So uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for uh, being a part of the America Out Loud Talk Radio family. All right, are you ready? Let's let's just dive right into it. And holding on to these two news pieces here for a couple of days, and you know, uh, maybe I was just kind of hoping they would go away, you know, because I'm just a little annoyed by them, just a little. Uh, this first piece is out of Iowa, and I'm sure you've heard about this. There was a. Uh, what the the article refers to as a satanic holiday display in the Iowa State Capitol. Now, now, first of all, what holiday are we celebrating? I mean, we're either celebrating Hanukkah or Christmas, you know, for the most part. I mean, Kwanzaa, I guess, is out there, but, you know, I, I don't know that, I, I mean, I don't know that, you know, Kwanzaa has the, the, the historical, uh, I guess, wait for lack of a better word. I mean, I don't, personally, I don't know anyone who celebrates. I do know, you know, I have personal friends who celebrate Hanukkah. And of course, you know, many friends who celebrate Christmas. I don't know anyone who who celebrates Kwanzaa. I mean, it's out there, but okay. But just for the sake of this argument. Uh, I would say that the the, the two large religious uh, celebrations that that are happening right now, uh, the the two largest holidays would be Christmas and Hanukkah. How is it that the uh, Satanic Temple of Iowa was able to get uh, a, a Satanic holiday display in the state capitol? You know, you, you've seen it. It's called the uh, uh, Baphomet. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. It's this, uh, where is it? This goat head type creature. All right, yeah, here, I'm looking at it. I mean, you can pull it up online. He's got a goat head, two big horns at the top. He's got two side horns. You know, he looks kind of skinny and emaciated. I mean, you can see his ribs and his, I mean, he's just nasty looking. He's got his right hand up in the air with his index finger and his middle finger kind of, I don't know, kind of reminds me of uh, 
Hunger Games there. And there's two kids staring up at him longingly, lovingly. I mean, he's got two wings. Uh, I mean, he's just on his stomach. It looks like there's there's two serpents going up a pole. Almost looks like the uh, the symbol for our, our, our medical system. Hmm. Yeah, that makes me wonder. So, uh, you know, this this statue, what they referred to as uh, Bapamet, I think. I'm, I don't know that I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, and so this statue makes it into the Iowa State Capitol. It is their satanic holiday display. I just, uh, is there a, uh, did I miss something? Is there a satanic holiday going on right now that, you know, I, that is celebrated that I was not aware of? Uh, or is this just an antithesis holiday to Christmas or to Hanukkah? It, is that what this is? I mean, because it seems to me that if you read the Bible, Satan would be anti-Judaism and anti-Christianity. And, I mean, it just seems to me. I mean, he is the the the, the villain, uh, and the. The Old Testament is Jewish, and the New Testament is Christian, and and there you go. Satan's in, in, in both Testaments, and he is against everything that the two Testaments stand for. So how this becomes a holiday display is beyond me. But kudos to Michael Cassidy, uh, who was arrested after allegedly beheading Bapomet, a Bapomet statue put up last week by the Satanic Temple of Iowa, the Iowa State Police have confirmed uh, Michael Cassidy has been charged with fourth-degree criminal mischief. All right, a little bit of information on Cassidy. He's a former Navy pilot. He's now a flight instructor. Uh, he was uh, a, a congressional candidate uh, in Mississippi, and he decided that he would destroy this display. And then here's what he here's what he said. Uh, I saw the this blasphemous statue and was outraged. My conscience is held captive to the word of God, not to bureaucratic decree. And so I acted. The world may tell Christians to submissively accept the legitimization of Satan. But none of the founders would have considered government sanction of satanic altars inside Capitol buildings as protected by the First Amendment. I, all right, I, I've got to agree with him there. I, I don't believe any of the founders would have sanctioned a satanic altar inside a Capitol building as protected by the First Amendment. Matter of fact, you know, we can talk about case after case after case. And if you were to buy, David Barton's book, uh, Original Intent. Okay, it's listen, parents. If you homeschool, even if you even if you don't homeschool, you just want to learn about the original intent of the Constitution, the original intent of the founders, not based on anyone's opinion, but based upon the founders' writings. You go to Wall Builders and buy that book, Original Intent. I'm telling you, uh, it will. It'll just open your eyes to to what the founders would have believed, and uh, you know I can speak um, 
after after reading that book, after pouring through some of the uh, original writings, the, the, you know, I can speak to Cassidy's point. I don't believe that the founders would have acknowledged this as protected First Amendment speech because it's anti-Christian. And they were adamant. Uh, while they did not want a state-run religion, they thoroughly, truly, ultimately believed that uh, this was a Christian nation. And anything that was anti-Christian was not protected uh, speech. It's like yelling fire in a theater. Uh, there's there's court cases. This this book talks about it. The the court cases where uh, you know people were convicted for uh, blaspheming the name of Christ. Oh, that's that's ridiculous. You should be able to say what you want. Or I mean, all right, that that's fine. I mean. You know, speak to it to whatever extent you, you want to speak to it. That's just radical. We don't need that here. I mean, you know, whatever. But the founders b believed in, in wholeheartedly in protecting Christianity. They believed in the morals of Christianity. And they believed that should be the foundation of our education, the morals of Christianity. Uh, and so I, you know, I think Cassidy is correct here when he says, um, in his opinion, uh, the founders would not have deemed this as uh, protected First Amendment speech. He continues, quote, anti-Christian values have steadily been mainstreamed more and more in recent decades, and Christians have largely acted like the proverbial frog in the boiling pot of water. Uh, and and he's, he's done. He, this man's had enough, and kudos to him. Uh, after being charged, he posted this Bible verse to social media. It's from 1 Peter 5 and 8. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walks about seeking whom he may devour. Your adversary, the devil, and there is a satanic devil statue in the Iowa State Capitol that he beheaded. I mean, I don't know. I just, I don't think it gets any better than this. How would you have, have responded, all right, if you're at, you know, your state capitol and you're touring the capitol, whatever, and you see this statue of Bapomet, you know, with his two fingers and the kids looking up at him longingly, lovingly, how do you respond to that? I mean, do you, you know, walk behind the the roped off bear here and push the statue over crushing its head toppling it uh does that anger rise up in you any of you i mean any of you did are, are any of you feeling this i mean some of you aren't some of you are like ah oh, you should have left it alone it's not his place you know free speech all right i mean that's fine but others of you are like uh-huh absolutely i would have i would have toppled this thing the Satanic Temple of Iowa said in a Facebook post that the statue was destroyed beyond repair, but they will continue their holiday display for the next few days. Their holiday display, I just, I don't know. I'm just I'm mesmerized that they're calling this a holiday display and that and people are buying it. This isn't a holiday display. This is an anti-holiday display. I mean, what holiday are we uh, we celebrating here? This is an anti-holiday display. 
anti-Christian display, anti-Jewish display, not a holiday display. Quote, we ask that for safety, visitors travel together and use the seven tenets as a reminder for empathy and the knowledge that justice is being pursued the correct way through legal means. Happy holidays. Hail Satan. Yeah. Yeah, that's the post. Mm -hmm. uh, they ask for safety. Travel together out there, folks. It's just dangerous. There are, there are wild maniac people out there destroying statues, toppling over statues. For, for your safety, travel in numbers. Stay together. And use the seven tenets. As a, I mean, I, I guess the Temple of Satan has these seven tenets. I don't remember what they are, you know, but they're they're these lovely words, and and they make the Temple of Satan sound to just be amazing, you know, based on these seven tenets. And you should, uh, you know, use these seven tenets as a reminder for empathy, and have have knowledge that justice is being pursued. Oh, and by the way, happy holidays and hail Satan. Uh, and mm, I just <laughs> so many words to say here. Quote, the Satanic Temple of Iowa said it obtained permission from the state for the display, which was reportedly set up near displays of the, of the nativity on the first floor of the Iowa Capitol. All right, so you've got uh, nativity displays happening on the Capitol. Well, we should allow other holiday displays. That's fine, but this isn't a holiday display. It's an anti-holiday display. There, there's no holiday happening here. All right? Satan doesn't have a holiday. Uh, I take it back. It's Halloween. You know, if they want to put their display up on Halloween to celebrate, you know, their their high holy day of darkness, then fine. Okay? I, I mean, you know, I, I don't think it's fine. I don't, I don't think we should allow evil to be on display anywhere. And yes, it is evil. And I, you know, I just think as a as a nation, uh, yeah, we're we're still a Christian nation. Granted, our leaders aren't, you know, but the heart of the people, we we still are. Uh, you know, we still cherish these Judeo-Christian values, and I don't think we should be allowing as protected free speech something that promotes evil. Would we put up a statue of a murderer? Would we do that? You know, would we say it's free speech and put up a statue of, you know, Charles Manson or Ted Bundy or, you know, uh, any other killer that's, you know, ravaged America? Would we do that? But, well, no, we wouldn't just because that's, um, it goes against our, our, our better judgment. It goes against the heart of our, our, our morality. And I, I think the same holds true here for Satan. I, I don't think we should be putting up a statue celebrating evil. Uh, the governor of Iowa, Kim Reynolds, she said, like many Iowans, I find the satanic temple's display in the Capitol absolutely objectionable. In a free society, the best response to ob objectionable speech is more speech. And I encourage all those of faith to join me today in praying over the Capitol and recognizing the nativity scene that will be on display, the true reason for the season. Okay. I mean, yeah, I agree with that. But I still think we need to have this conversation 
in the country that are we going to celebrate evil? I mean, is this is this what we're what we've become? Uh, you know, where we. I mean, right now we're having this discussion, and I'm not going to get to it today. But I've got articles in here about, uh, you know, DeSantis uh, wanting to to ban books from the school library, and DeSantis is saying, "Look, I'm not uh, I'm not banning books as much as I'm saying there needs to be age appropriate material. Uh, we're, we're not going to." Um, celebrate things in the hearts and minds of our kids that are not appropriate for them to celebrate. Uh, you know, sexuality is not, it's not appropriate to, to be introducing into the hearts and minds of, of elementary school children. It's not. And I think that the same holds true here in, in, in this satanic statue. I think we have to have this discussion in the country of, you know, what are we willing to celebrate? Uh, do we want to celebrate evil? I mean, Satan, historically, there, there's not a more evil figure. And, you know, the next article, I, I you know, I, I've got, um, you know, these founders of these Satanist clubs are are really trying to paint paint Satan off as this this good guy. You know, he's not as bad as the Bible makes him out to be. I mean, of course, the Bible is going to make him out to be horrible, but he's great. I mean, he's amazing. He is the the defender of freedom, fighting against tyranny. Uh, it, you know, we we have to open our eyes to this. I mean, this is this is a, a celebration of evil that's cloaked in in fraud, it's cloaked in lies, um, it's cloaked in, in, in falsehoods. And and there's there's nothing good about it. There's nothing right about it. There's nothing true about it. But we're all right. We're coming up against the break, so we will pick this second article up uh, on the other side. You're you're going to be um, you know you're in for it. You're in for it. But here we go. Right. All right. Uh, we'll pick it up on the other side of this break. You're listening to the Dean's List on America Out Loud Talk Radio. AmericaOutloud.news is beaten to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, troubled, misled, joyful, and thankful. We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. Spike proteins help viruses enter into your cells, disrupting your health and your well-being. Global Healing's Foreign Protein Cleanse detoxes your body of spike proteins, which allows your body to repair from within, supporting your immune and respiratory systems, and regulating your inflammatory response. Formulated by Dr. Edward Group and by Dr. Brian Artis, Foreign Protein Cleanse targets and detoxes spike proteins in the body. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing 
giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Go to OutloudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. Welcome back to the Dean's List. I'm Dean Bowen. You are listening to America Out Loud Talk Radio. We are happy to have you on board. We are, uh, you know, I guess it's, an, yeah, I don't know, it's an unfortunate topic. Uh, who knew? Who knew that we would get to this day when the uh, Temple of Satan uh, decided, hey, let's put up a uh, um, a statue uh, a holiday, a, a satanic holiday display in the Iowa State Capitol, right next to a nativity. Let's see if we can get away with this. Let's see if we can get away with this uh, under the guise of of free speech. And you know, someone took it upon themselves, Michael Cassidy, to destroy the uh, the statue. All right, so that's. That's report number one. Report number two, this is out of Tennessee. Uh, The co-founder and spokesman for the Satanic Temple. Uh, His name is uh, Lucian Greaves. Lucian Greaves. Uh, Sounds like Lucifer. And Greaves, you know, sounds like, you know, something that, you know, you're grieving. Uh, I don't know. Just the, the name itself. Lucian Greaves, it doesn't it doesn't bode well. It's like the the villain's name in a you know in a Bond movie or some Hollywood flick. Lucian Greaves, <laughs> you know, it's definitely the name of a bad guy. I mean, it feels like it. He's the co-founder and spokesperson of the Satanic Temple. Well, here's what they are. Here's what they are proposing in uh, Memphis, Tennessee at uh, Chimney Rock Elementary School. It's part of the Shelby School District. There's a flyer hanging in uh, the hall and on, you know, flyer boards, wherever you hang flyers in elementary schools. There's a flyer here in Chimney Rock. It says, After School Satan Club. Hmm. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, doesn't that sound Okay to have an after-school Satan club at an elementary school? Here's what the flyer reads. The Satanic Temple is a non-theistic religion, and Satan is a literary figure who represents a, a metaphysical, no, metaphorical construct of rejecting tyranny and championing the human mind and spirit. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. You, you heard that, right? Boys and girls of elementary ages, come to the after-school Satan Club. I mean, it'll be great. Uh, you know, I mean, the, the Satanic Temple, it's a non-theistic religion. You know, it's, uh, you know, theistic, of course, you know, re- refers to, to deity, refers to God. 
this is a religion that has nothing to do with God. It's a non-theistic religion. And Satan is a literary figure. That's all he is, boys and girls. He's just a literary figure. Uh, you know, he's a he's a figure in a in a story who represents um you know a, a metaphorical construct. That's all. He's a literary figure. Okay, all right. Well, um, what literary work is he from? Oh, he's from the Bible. Well, then maybe we should learn about him and his origins in the Bible. Uh, you know, according to the, the the Satanic Temple, he's a he's a metaphorical construct of rejecting tyranny and championing the human mind and spirit. All right, he's a literary figure from the Bible. So the tyranny that he's rejecting, yeah, would that be the tyranny of God? Wait, I, I thought you were a non-theistic religion. I thought you had nothing to do with God. Yet, uh, Satan is this uh, presumably meta metaphorical uh, figure, literary figure, representing a metaphorical construct of rejecting tyranny. Um, you know, how can he reject the tyranny of something that you, uh, you're, you're, you're not a part of? You're non-theistic. You're non-God. Oh, are you that way because he's rejecting the tyranny of God and championing the human mind and spirit? Satan champions the human mind and, and the human spirit. That's what that's what Satan is about. Well, um, I guess if the human mind and spirit is, you know, based upon lies, based upon filth, uh, based upon evil. Uh, you know, this 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 painting, this description, this word picture for the elementary kids um, of, of who they're trying to portray Satan to be is, um, it's offensive. It is absolutely offensive. And what's what's more offensive is this elementary school here in, in uh, Chimney Rock Elementary in Memphis, in the Memphis Shelby School District. Uh, they're allowing it, but they say they have to allow it. Uh, they say their their hands are tied. Freedom of speech. This is something that that they have to allow. Well, why don't we take a listen to the school superintendent and um, let's get her thoughts on this. Let's not be fooled by what we've seen in the past 24 hours, which is an agenda initiated to ensure that we counsel all faith-based organizations that partner with our school district. Because the law says that we, what we do for one organization, we must do for all. So the superintendent here is saying, look, my hands are tied. You know, the law says what I do for one organization, I have to do for all. So if I am allowing any religious club to come in after school, then I have to allow this uh, the Satan club to come in. You know, but but she's she's pretty adamant, and and she's saying basically this is an agenda that is set to remove all religion. Period. You know, I I guess I would agree with that. It is an agenda, but I think specifically it's it's more designed to remove Christianity. I think at the heart of this, it's it's to wipe out Christianity and also Judaism. I think the, the, the two religions tend to go hand in hand. They both share the Bible. 
Um, you know, they each have a testament in the Bible. Uh, you, you know, so this this to me is is not just an agenda to wipe out religion, but to specifically wipe out Christianity and Judaism. It, you know, we're, we're we're seeing that effort here twofold with what's happening at Harvard and on college campuses, and then you know what's happening here in Iowa and in Tennessee with this. Um, you know the statue in Iowa, and then this this after school club. So, uh, Lucian Greaves is his name, and he speaks to uh, Fox News here in this article that I'm I'm holding. Uh, he he says the group started the after school Satan Club as an alternative to other religious groups that were proselytizing the children. Um, wait, it's an alternative to other. Religious groups, so you know, Satan, the Satan Club. I don't think they can really classify themselves as a religion. I mean, they're anti-religion. They're they're anti-God. I mean, they say here in their flyer that they are a non-theistic religion. Um, you know, but they're almost antithetical. I, I would think that that the Satan Club would be the opposite to to what religion is. Uh, he told Fox News, quote, we started the after-school program in 2016, and since then, we've had a number of them in operation in various places, some of them still in operation, some of them not, for whatever reason. Did you know that? Uh, I, I, so are you curious? Is there an a, a after-school Satan club in your school district? Aren't you, at the, aren't you just the least bit intrigued at this moment to find out? if there's an after-school Satan club taking place in, in your school. I mean, this is Tennessee. Uh, you know, I mean, Tennessee is part of the Bible Belt. But, you know, lo and behold, you've got an after-school Satan club. His quote continues, People don't understand a lot of the pro-social values we rally around. We want people to know we're active in the communities and we're doing productive things. Ah, yeah, it just doesn't feel right to me. You know, it just, 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 just doesn't feel right to me. The Satan Club and their pro-social values. Well, you know, what are those pro-social values? Uh, I mean, lying has got to be one of them. I mean, Satan's the father of lies, all right? He's a literary figure, apparently, according to, to their write-up. Well, as a literary figure, uh, the, the literary, uh, piece of work he's from is the Bible. The Bible calls him the father of lies. And the Bible also says he seeks who he may devour. He prowls around like a roaring lion, looking to, to find those that he can devour. And also it describes him appearing as an angel of light, as, as this good, this good being in the world. When in fact, once he gets his 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 talons around your neck, it's over. Uh you know, uh I just I just don't even um Greaves comments came after the Satanic Temple announced Tuesday that it's launching its first after school Satan Club in Tennessee beginning January 10th at Chimney Rock Elementary Library. A Facebook post for the launch describes the Satan Temple as a non-theistic religion. 
recognized by the Internal Revenue Service as a church. Oh, well, okay, if the IRS recognizes you as a church, then I guess that's official, right? I mean, okay. Well, I mean, the IRS, they, uh, you know, they're the, uh, they're the ultimate arbiter of, of all things official, especially when it comes to religion, apparently. What a joke. What did the IRS give me a break? The church views Satan as, quote, a literary figure. I, I read that. Okay. You know, a metaphorical construct of rejecting tyranny. That's also a joke. Uh, when Fox News reached out to Memphis Shelby schools for comment, it referred to a statement posted on Facebook in the evening as some residents had questions about the recent approval of a facility rental. To the Satanic Temple. Yeah, everybody, you know, they've got some questions. Uh, you know, people here don't necessarily want a uh, a Satanic club in their uh, in their school. Let's take a listen to uh, one of the one of the parents. Uh, he's he, his name here is Reggie. That's that's what the, uh, the the anchor the anchor calls him. So the question that the anchor asks in this clip is. Uh, is the school system doing enough? You heard from superintendent and she's not happy. And that was the clip I just played for you was from the superintendent. Uh, and so the anchor says, you, you, you've heard from her. She's not happy. But is the school doing enough or are they too scared about getting sued? Absolutely not. They're not doing enough. Um Again, I feel like that um, SCS, which is Shelby County Schools here in Memphis, I feel that they have failed us. They failed the community. They failed our children because, again, they was um, a rather dodge lawsuit than actually uh, protect our children. So Reggie, who is a parent in the district, uh, you know, feels that indeed the school is not doing enough and that they would rather dodge a lawsuit, in his words, than protect their kids. I, I, don't you think it's important to to protect the minds of elementary students from I don't know Satan? <laughs> I mean, isn't that? But listen to um, uh, Lucian Greaves. All right, L listen to him. You know, here's his statement. Here's his argument. Uh, and you know, you be the judge. If they don't like the symbolism behind what we're doing, if they don't like the mythological construct that we appeal to, that makes no difference. It's far greater evil, I think, to allow the government to begin, as I said, picking and choosing, elevating one religious voice over another, because that's a downward spiral. And that's not what we stand for. And that's not what liberal democracy stands for. So you judge for yourself? I'm going to judge for myself, and I don't buy it. I'm just, uh, you know, he, he he starts out the clip, if they don't like the symbolism behind what we're doing or the mythological construct, that makes no difference. I mean, it doesn't matter if they if 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 they don't like the symbolism behind what we're doing, then then screw them. It doesn't matter. It makes no difference. What's symbolism? What's the symbolism behind what you're doing? Why don't you tell us, what is Satan symbolic for? Hmm? <laughs> because if we're going to use the, the literary work from which you say he's a literary figure, then the literary work, which is the Bible, would, would clearly say he's symbolic for pure, unadulterated 
evil. Yeah, that's right. Symbolic for evil. His metaphorical construct is one of evil. And then, and then he 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 pulls this card on us that you know he's trying to make Satanism on an equal footing and on an equal par in terms of religion. Uh, you know, where he says it's a far greater evil to allow the government to pick and choose and elevate one religious voice over another. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You, you, yours is not a religious voice. Yours is a voice of evil, and we do not want evil corrupting our children. But but he continues. That's a downward spiral. That's not what we stand for. That's not what liberal democracy stands for. Well, I tell you what, we're not a democracy. We're a constitutional republic, and we. As a constitutional republic, we elect representatives to 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 make laws for us, the will of the people. And I don't know that this is the will of the people. And and the people need to uh, to speak up. We need to hear their voice. All right, I want to hear Reggie one more time. I've got in the waning moments. I've got one more clip from Reggie. Well, again, and uh, Jesus Christ is the, is the way, the truth, and the light. And what you do, how you drive out darkness, is through light. So um, what he's saying, of course, again, like I said, that's his First Amendment, right? They, they feel free to exercise it how you like, but at the same time, you're not bringing uh, nothing positive to our school system, especially when we're talking about our babies. You're bringing a, a, um, a devil, a, you're bringing a, um, a, an enemy that has been an enemy against God forever. So again, we would not, I repeat, we would not compromise with evil at all. We're going to stand for righteousness and truth. We're going to protect our children by any means necessary. All right. I think uh, Reggie said it well there. You know, look, Satanists, okay, you have a First Amendment, right? Just say whatever you want. Go ahead and say it. But we also have a right as parents to protect our children from evil. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can say all day long what you want to say, but as as those of us with parental rights, we get to decide uh, what comes into our school building. We get to decide what our kids hear. And, uh, you know, Reggie is on the side of good. And he says, we're going to stand up. We're not going to let, uh, we're not just going to let this evil waltz in. And yeah, First Amendment, fine. But, uh, you know, I, we need to be supporting good over evil. All right. That's all the time we have for today, America. Thank you for joining me. Encourage your friends and family to get on the Dean's List. Let's unite to renovate the age. <laughs>